0: Right, today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash flex and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs.
1: I think being successful varies right. from person to person. Mm-hmm. I also think that Regardless of what job you're doing, there is some sort of learning required. So it also comes down to what you define as school, right. because school for some people could mean a four-year college or mm-hmm. or something like that. Maybe a trade school doesn't count as as go to going to school. I mean, in
0: th- I think in the context of the question, they're talking specifically about university. So like a four-year then, university, then no. bachelor's or master's. Then degree. no, I don't think so. I don't think so either, but I want to let you finish your thoughts before I jump in. So, I think if we're talking strictly about a four-year
1: university with a where you specify a major or and possibly a minor, mm. um, I don't think you necessarily need that to be successful. Because I mean, I know tons of people who might not have gone to school and have done pretty well for themselves. Right. Um, but that's that's where it stops. Is it's not done well. It's done. Pretty well. There's always kind of a, like there's a a cap
0: on it. There's a yeah, like you can't progress. Yeah, and you're gonna have
1: you're gonna have people who, you're gonna have black sheep where there's the there's YouTube you know those YouTubers that just make an absurd amount of money right out of high school, Mm -hmm. or even before they're even out of high school. Um, That's the but those are special cases. You need to have something a lot of factors on yourself yeah and you need to have something that you that you have that nobody else has and that's where it gets tough because now that there's so many out there yeah there's less and less and less to do in that space and that's just one
0: idea i think so too and i think um you know the entire concept is fascinating because we live in a day and age where you could make six figures if you apply your skills like Gain information from various free sources. Apply that information in the right ways, in the right context, with the right people. And under certain circumstances, you can make six figures and not have had to go to school at all. But that's a very rare case. And I think that case takes a lot of persistence, dedication, going through ups and downs, like dealing with regret, failure, all sorts of shit. Like You go through hell to make it Whereas, like, a person that goes to school is kind of on a linear path of, like, safety and almost respect, you know? It's a respectful path, like, oh, what do you do? You either work or you go to school. If you don't do either of those, you're considered a loser.
1: I also think it's the, the time tested statement of it's not what you know it's who you know I think that holds up too in that in in the sense of maybe you don't have to go to school because there are definitely times where you could have an in somewhere and you could get into that somewhere and do really well for yourself
0: that is true but it's it doesn't doesn't correlate to you actually doing well I don't think it's necessary like if you get in through connections or nepotism like that doesn't mean you're qualified or even capable of doing the job and that's what happens most of the time people get in they work for a few years i like, like i'll use work in quotes like they get by you know they scrape and then they're out like you can't even if you can't even work there like where the fuck else are you gonna work and they have to go back to school so you i kind of want to touch on something that you mentioned uh
1: nepotism mm-hmm. and uh i guess you'd say favoritism in the workplace and, right and and and, pers- and pursuing Higher levels of work Due
0: to those factors What do you think? Uh, in what way though? Like just knowing someone like, well, yeah, to have a higher position Maybe not an Is not qualified for But the
1: idea that Because uh, Let's say your boss likes Likes Johnny mm-hmm. More than he likes you But you're better You're better uh, for so the job. Johnny
0: gets to do but Johnny gets to do the job even though you're more qualified and better candidate Well, see that all comes down to the boss, right? Like if the boss has if he's so easily swayed by him liking someone that he put jeopardizes like the future of the company and the optimization of the hierarchical structure of the company I think that's where the issue stems from, like, you know, if 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 my boss likes Johnny more than he likes me and Johnny gets to have a higher position, a higher paying position, but he doesn't do the work, then I think Johnny's going to have a hard time when he's done with that job because that boss is eventually going to fire Johnny because someone else is going to come up that he likes more. So I'm just going to say this. I've
1: never I've I've quit every single job where that's been a, a factor if right. that's if that's something that's come up in in the workplace i i i've quit it 100% because i don't think that that's a company or a business that is going to succeed long term no way because if you're just hiring people because you like them not because yeah. they're qualified you're going to run it into the ground i also think it has to do with you're you're not providing necessarily a quality workplace if you're treating others better than you're treating
0: definitely some. not i think it's yeah any kind of bias is like bad for in the business sense because you know think about it like this like if if the boss has a decision to make and picking you who's more qualified than little johnny is the better option right like he picks you you know how to do the work you do it in an efficient manner and you're qualified but he picks little johnny because little johnny's father like is a, is a majority investor or some shit then that company's not going to do well it may survive, you may actually have to do the work for little Johnny, but little Johnny gets the credit, I feel like shit like that, hap- shit like that happens and you kind of have to deal with it if you want to stay there, keep your job, and just kind of use that as a stepping stone to your next venture or workplace, like you use that as a learning lesson, like now you have the lesson, right, you know, you can sense that shit before it happens and so you make that decision, you either exit or you stay. So in that kind of
1: stemming from that is your happiness worth being at a job
0: i think that it depends i think it depends man like let's say you made a hundred thousand dollars being your own boss not working for anyone using your talents and skills or excuse me or you had to work in a corporate environment you made five hundred thousand dollars but you didn't like you were miserable. Like you didn't like the structure you don't like the people you work with what would you pick
1: like i said i've never stayed at somewhere where i'm unhappy yet i i feel that my personal mental health and my personal growth trumps me trumps a a, do- a monetary amount
0: and that's it, a I good mean, approach but i also think that there is an amount there's an amount for everybody that you'll stay at a job that you hate but that's what i'm saying that's why i gave the hypothetical it's either hundred thousand or and you are happy, or five hundred thousand, and you're miserable. You think that exponential increase has a direct correlation with happiness, going from a hundred to five hundred, versus like going from fifty to a hundred. I think short term,
1: it's gonna you're gonna. I, actually, I don't think that raises past hundred thousand dollars have any effect on happiness because you're you're pushing wealth at a hundred thousand dollars as a single person, not necessarily you know as a singular person right as an individual making a hundred thousand dollars you i would consider you to have an amount of wealth so i think past a hundred thousand dollars i don't know that raises will really increase your happiness but let's say you go from fifty thousand dollars to a hundred thousand dollars i think you're gonna experience a dramatic
0: increase so that's um, right in happiness and that's kind of um That's kinda why I like the current climate of uh, entrepreneurship and young professionals. You know, the whole dynamic between you have a lot of people graduating college, getting safe jobs, or you have have young entrepreneurs who either finish college and have their own venture or drop out of college and have their own venture and make like 60, 70,000 a year through like drop shipping, investing, Having their own product, having their own business, YouTube, podcasting, like there's a lot of ways to make money that's good enough to live on and be happy, especially if you're young. And that's where the confusion is, is like people think they have to get a job that pays a hundred thousand or you know, or else I'm a loser. Like, or if I don't make seventy thousand, I'm a loser. What's this? What's what are you pulling up? So this is an article from the local ABC
1: station about uh, what salaries you need to be happy with yourself in Houston mm-hmm. um, There's a lot of ads man. a lot of ads got to get ad blocker for the phone um, <clears throat> so according to this study if that's what you want to call it um, to be happy in Houston you need to make a hundred and ten thousand dollars.
0: To be happy, according to ABC. According to ABC (laughs) 13, yeah. yeah.